Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. And today I'm going to talk to you about substituting SARMs for oral steroid kickstarts. But before we get into that, just a big shout out and thank you to everybody out there supporting and liking the channel. I cannot thank you enough. If you haven't yet, please like, sub, share, whatever you can do. It truly, truly, truly helps the channel to grow and it is greatly appreciated. Now, today's video is sponsored by Aura. Aura is the ultimate credit monitoring service and they offer the widest variety of identity theft and credit monitoring options. So what are you gonna get with Aura? What makes them so great, Dylan? They have the three bureau credit monitoring and identity theft protection with alerts. You got password protection to store your passwords privately. They have their own antivirus software for you, a secure VPN, parental controls, and 24-7 US-based customer support. The FBI just put a report out recently, and it showed that there was a 64% increase in financial loss due to digital crime. Guess what? All of the Aura plans come with a $1 million identity theft insurance policy. They've got individual, couple, and family plans, and they start at $12 a month. You can actually really put up to five people on each plan. So if you check the description below, click on my link, sign up, you get a 14-day free trial. So check them out. Now, let us talk about substituting SARMs for oral steroid kickstarts. Now, let me start here because I have to do this every single time I make a video that we talk about SARMs and steroids in any way, shape, or form. It's like a disclaimer. I should, I should literally put this and type it out and put it on screen before I do any videos like this. I am not saying that SARMs are stronger than steroids, okay? I'm not saying that. Now I am saying there are some that could hold up quite well. And I'm also saying that at the end of a cycle with keepability and, and proper PCT, there are some SARMs where you could potentially definitely end up with better results. I'm not saying you're gonna get them right off the bat and you could judge your results by, man, I gained 25 pounds on this cycle and I only gained X amount on this. And gaining weight is not everything and the end all be all of accomplishment. However, how much of that 25 pounds did you keep after cycle and how much of that eight to 10 did you keep and how was the recovery and how did it affect you later, da, 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 da. And then when you go look at that, how were the side effects? How were the blood panels? We might have a different story. I will never come out here and say that on the surface that they're stronger like that. There's a couple that I could say like S23 and LGD3303. You're going to get more size than Masteron or Anavar or probably Winstrol. But I'm not saying that they're stronger all the way around in terms of what those are doing for you with their muscle hardening. But you're going to get more size and more strength. For sure with S23 and 3303 over Masteron or... or, or Anavar, you can, and I shouldn't say, Anavar and Winstar, you can gain a really good amount of strength. Really good amount. But those two, S23 especially, might as well just be a steroid, and they're so suppressive in the way they're structured. They basically are. Uh, but and, I, and so we shouldn't count those. Your regular, normal, beginning SARMs, your, you know, your MK2866, your S4, your GW, you know, things like that. No, you know, no. But th there's potential there. But what I will tell you, let's look at a few examples. So let's take D-Ball. D-Ball is like an ultimate bulking steroid. We know that. Um, no SARM is going to bulk you like D-Ball. But how much of D-Ball's total weight gain is water-based from estrogen conversion and how much is more muscle gain, etc.? That's arguable, but chances are very high you're looking probably half of that is water weight. 
let's be fair and say 40% of that, but that's how much of that, that's why you're gaining so much like that. There's so much water weight. And so what's going to happen? Well, that's clearly going to dissipate. And it's such a drastic weight gain in such a short amount of time with so many potential side effects, your estrogen conversion, your toxicity. There's a lot there that you're going to have to recover from. Keepability-wise, not the greatest option. You're going to blow up on cycle. You are. Keeping-wise, I mean, that's another story. So what do we do in that position? I always used to tell people, take T-ball, the oral steroid, get a lot less side effects, no estrogen conversion, things like that. Stay drier and take LGD 4033 and S4 and run it along with it. And the S4 is not so much for the bulking, but it feeds so well off of the T-ball and the LGD with the lean muscle gain and the muscle hardening. So it's adding to the more lean muscle you gain, the more fat you lose, and it's going to accentuate what you're doing and you're getting the more size from the LGD and the T-ball and it all works out. And I'm not saying you're going to gain 25 pounds off of that, but gosh damn, you're going to gain a lot of size, a lot of strength, and you're going to look incredibly good. And by the end of the cycle, you will have kept more than the D-ball. That you by the end and after your PCT and you start recovering, I, I, you're gonna end up gaining more that way, and you're gonna look. You can run the SARMs longer, where with oral steroids, four to six weeks, depending on what you're using, aside from provirin, but provirin's not toxic. You can run most all of the SARMs for at least twelve weeks, so you're gonna be able to use them for longer durations. You're gonna be able to minimize side effects, have a greater recovery, um, a greater ease of keepability there. Now. Some examples, something like S23 or LGD3303 that I was talking about, with, you can run all cycle with what they're capable of doing. So why put yourself through a Superdrol or an Anadrol, which I love Anadrol, um, but why put yourself through all of the toxicity, all of the, the, it doesn't convert to estrogen, but all the estrogenic activity that's going on. And with Superdrol, the total harshness of what you're going through there, or with Winstrol, with all the high cholesterol and the, the creaky um, tendons and bones and ligaments and the the, the terrible toxicity and, and, and pains that you're getting from them. And, you know, I, I love Anavar and I love Winstrol, but one of the things I just despise about oral steroids is you know about week five or six, you just start feeling like shit. And it sucks. And with the SARMs, you can continue to run them. I prefer Anavar over all of it. Everything except Primavolin. But when I want to just feel good, if I don't want to run Anavar, I'm going to take RAD140. I'm going to take GW501516. Uh, and I'm probably going to take ACP0105 or S4 and stack those the whole thing. Not go through half of that shit. And, and use them the whole cycle and probably get a lot more out of it by the time I'm done. I would I love what Anavar does right away and and I'm probably gonna you know continue to run that one only like I do because I just love it but every time I run it I kind of fucking wish about week five or six I just hadn't done it because of I always get the the lethargy and the just down so I've been cutting it at four weeks to avoid that when I use it and I just like to keep staying on with something longer and minimize the damage it's doing internally you know and there's so many things and scenarios I could bring up uh, what about T-ball? What if we don't want to use T-ball because it's toxic and there's still side effects there? Well, why not take like a YK-11 and RAD-140? Are you telling me that YK-11 and RAD-140 are not going to give T-ball-like results and minimize a lot of the side effects? Or let's just do RAD-140 and, and uh, excuse me, uh, ACP-105, which I absolutely love. You telling me you're not going to get close to that? I mean... <laughs> 
just stack S23 on its own and see what you get out of it, you know. Uh, but S23 with any of those, I mean, S23 is just, it is basically should be categorized as a steroid. And I could throw it up against, like I said, several, just like LGD3303. And they do so well. And look, I'm not saying like S4 and ACP105 as in, in terms of being the best for muscle hardening are going to be on par with the Master Runner and Anavar, but you could stack those two, run them with an RAD or whatever, and you're going you're to get some great aesthetically pleasing results. I'm talking about minimizing side effects, keeping things lower, um, and still getting tremendous, 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 tremendous results. I'm not saying that the SARMs themselves are going to be stronger on the surface, but what I am saying is the likelihood of keepability, the likelihood of a better feeling on cycle, the likelihood of a better recovery, it's all going to point towards the SARMs. And that's one of the reasons that I believe it's a nice option to have for people that want to avoid that. I'm not saying it's for everybody. And I'm not saying that you have to do that. And I'm saying I'm not guaranteeing results on steroids or SARMs because everybody's different. But what I am saying is I've done this a long time. I've studied it. I've watched it. And from observing and seeing, implementing, coaching, this is what I, I see. So, and that's to each their own and possibly for you to test or say I'm full of shit, whatever the case may be. But try it once or don't. But if you do, you'll probably see exactly where I'm coming from. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.